When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's another edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland coming to you from the Greenbrier in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia, also known as the middle of nowhere. And joining me, a very special guest, and if there's ever somebody that needed to be the first training camp guest on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. It is the outstanding left guard for the Cleveland Browns. He is a five-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, and in my view, a future Hall of Famer, and I swear I'm not sucking up to you, Joel. Joel Batonio. Yeah, thanks for having me on. This is uh, cool. We got a a good background behind us. It's not Photoshop. This is real deal right here. Yeah, so uh, how is, you know, being out here in the middle of nowhere going? I think you're right in the fact that it's the middle of nowhere, but it's beautiful. You know, they sing about West Virginia, you know, almost having the stuff, and it's pretty beautiful. You know, we, we've had some debates how long we'd survive out in the out in the trees and stuff like that, but it's cool. The hotel's been nice. The food's been good. The rooms are a little, you know, dated, I think. Um, feels like I'm going to my great-grandma's house, but um, it's been nice. They've treated us really well. So are you more of a city guy or a country guy? So I grew up as a city guy, but I enjoy the country too, you know what I mean? So one of my favorite places is Lake Tahoe, which is kind of country, you know what I mean? But um, I like the city too. I like going to nice restaurants and like enjoying that as well. So I'm a, I'm a good mix. Okay. So um, the reason we're here, well, because Kevin Stefanski decided to bring you guys here, but the reason we're here at this particular time on the calendar uh, is some guy named Joe Thomas. Um, you guys have to play in the Hall of Fame game. I'm not anticipating that you will be playing in the Hall of Fame game, but have you thanked Joe yet for forcing you to go to training camp early? Um, you know, not personally. It's been more like through the media, through you guys. I've used, I've mentioned it a few times, but I think he understands. I think the day he retired, I was like, if I'm still playing for the Browns, like I'm going to have to play in a Hall of Fame game eventually. You know, And that day has come. Um, we got here a little early, but it's good. I think we're ramping it up a little uh, slower this year just to get guys used to it, get their bodies working. So I think at the end of the day, we're going to turn this into a really positive thing. Um, but, Joe, you know, you, you would have hated if someone made you come, you know, a week early to training camp as well. What did he mean? We've talked over the years just what he has meant to you professionally. What did he mean to you on a personal level? You know, um, it, was, it was very special because he was, you know, going into his eighth year. He had a family. Um, he had his kid, you know, first kid at least, and he was having a second, I believe, um, when I when I first got there, and and you know to invite me and my wife Courtney into their lives, and I think we went to Thanksgiving dinner the first year with them. We didn't have any family out here, and they, they treated us like family. Um, they always included me as a young rookie, even though the core of that group was a lot older. Um, I just appreciated that so much, and I kind of use it now to include our rookies and, and really take them under the wing. And they, you know, they gave me a hard time, but. At the end of the day, like it was all fun and games and nothing, nothing harmful, and um, you know it was it was a great room to go into. So Dan Murphy, who is the director of communications here with the Cleveland Browns, he has co-authored a an authorized it is an authorized says on the authorized and in Joe Thomas's words, uh, autobiography of Joe. Uh, have you gotten an autographed copy? And if so, uh, your initial thoughts on that book? So I have. 
Dan left a um, copy in my locker right before he left. No one's autographed it yet, which is a little disappointing. But when I see Joe, hopefully the Hall of Fame or a training camp, I'll, I'll try and get him to autograph it. Um, I think I am in the quotes. Some quotes of Joel Petonio might be in the book. So I'm sure that part's great. Um, no, it'll, it'll be interesting to read, you know. I, I, I know Joe, but you always find some cool fun facts when you uh, look back on an autobiography. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's interesting. You know, he went through a lot in his career. Unfortunately, the team did not win uh, a lot. Um, his best season was his rookie season. For you, you've, you at least got to taste the postseason. Um, you, though, similar to Joe, have been through a lot yep. here in, in your time in, in Cleveland. And I want to talk about expectations because, as you know, this is the time of year we're all in good moods. You don't hate us yet. You know, we're writing nice things about you guys. And uh, the vibe around here, it, it seems like um, the elevated expectations, you can feel it, but you can't feel it if that makes sense just from your perspective uh where where is your belief in that you guys are going to be able to live up to that i don't want to say hype but yeah. hope that this is going to be another breakout season you know from our perspective um internally we have expectations for ourselves individually and as a team um but i think the guys here understand that the work comes before those expectations and so for us to come out um, and accomplish our goals for the season, we have to put in the work starting now. And to talk about things that we want or things down the road is just really putting us out of place right now. We have a focus, and I think, honestly, led by Deshaun, he's, he's taken a bigger leadership role. Nick Chubb, you know, the guys that have been here, Miles on defense, Denzel. Um, the focus is on the work right now, and I, I think Coach Fancy has put that out there. Um, you know, we have expectations for ourselves, but right now the expectations are to work and get as good as we can get brick by brick, you know, day by day. The last football question I have for you, uh, then we'll get into the fun stuff. Okay. Um, you mentioned Coach Stefanski. Now, obviously, he projects a certain image in front of us, in front of the cameras and, and the microphones. What's he like behind the scenes? Um, you know, he's a, he's a football guy. You know, I think when you, you see him and these young coaches, they're always like, Oh, they're you know players, coaches, or this type of coach, you know. And I, I think he is cut from like an old school football cloth. Like he likes the work, he likes the the grind of, of football, which we appreciate. But he does have that you know sense of humor that you probably don't get as much at the at the podium. You know, he'll he'll joke around a little bit, and he'll you know I give him a few jokes. I'm one of the older guys, so I can I can joke around with him a little bit. Hopefully, he's not taking them too personal. You know what I mean? But um, no, he, he he's a football guy. He loves the game, and I think he'll do anything to win. And that's that's his his real mindset. But um. But he has a little bit more personality than I think you guys see on uh, on camera. All right, what's, uh, since you opened the door there, real quick, what was it? Give, give me a joke that you got away with. Well, pretty much anytime he says something wrong or says something incorrect, I'll make sure I correct him. You know, if, if he, he misses something at a teammate, I don't do it in front of everybody. But afterwards, I'm like, oh, coach, I think you said the uh, wrong time for that or the wrong word. You know, it's more just like jabs like that to make sure I'm paying attention and, and I know what he's uh, he's doing. Joel Batonio, kind enough to visit with us here on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. More with Joel after this. It's Always Game Day in Cleveland coming to you live from the Greenbrier in West Virginia. Joel Batonio, the outstanding left guard for the Cleveland Browns, kind enough to take time out of his busy schedule checking out the scenery here. Joel, you wear number 75. Is there a meaning behind that number? I've always meant to ask you about that because numbers are special, players are superstitious and that. Yeah. So what's the story behind 75? So it's not as cool as some of the other stories. Um, in high school, 
I wanted to be 72 because my dad wore 72 when he played football in high school and like a little bit of college. And so I was like, oh, 72, they had it for me. I got to be 72. College, they did not have 72. So I ended up with number 70, and that was more assigned to me. I, they just got number 70, and I was like, all right, you know, that, that takes it. And I got to the NFL, and they were like, we have number 63, number 65, number 67, 69, and 75. And I was like, I've been in the 70s my whole life. I'm going to take 75. And that's kind of how it came about. Um, so nothing too special. And then after my first year, it was funny, um, the guy that was wearing 70 had left. And I was like, ooh, should I take 70? But I'm like, no, I'm going to make 75 my uh, – you know my number and, and I've ran with it and now like I can't think of myself in anything but a 75. So you, obviously you've got a beautiful family wife and kids what's it like being an NFL dad I'm guessing that you do not receive at home the adulation that you might get from Browns fans. Is yeah. that accurate? <laughs> it's a little different you know this was the first time you know my daughter's four my son's two that I think they realized like I'm leaving and I'm doing stuff you know it was a little bit sad this time like I was like man I gotta go for eight nights or nine nights and and they were a little bit disappointed, but you know, I don't know if they know what I do because I come home and they instantly want to play tackle, which is like I'm a little sore right now, you know, and stuff. And and my daughter and son, they can they, they throw their bodies around a little bit, so uh, it's it's a little different. I don't usually get the attaboy like on a backside cutoff, you know, that I do here. You know, you know, at home it's more like, oh, thanks for you know making dinner tonight, Dad. Sometimes, sometimes they don't enjoy what I make either. All right, so what's your guilty pleasure television show mm. or or streaming show? Yeah, so. With two kids, we haven't watched that many shows, but I was big on um, Game, of, Game of Thrones. We watched all those. We watched the new House of Dragon. Um, Peaky Blinders was one of my, my favorite. The Office is like our background noise, so we'll just turn on the Office and we'll just like play it if we're, we're doing things, you know, at the house and stuff. And so that's probably that's probably up there. Um, new shows, we've, we're not cut up yet, but we're um, getting there on Ted Lasso, which we've, we've enjoyed as well. Yeah, Ted Lasso's a great show. So I'm guessing that's your, your binge then? Yeah, so if we have time, but... Usually once the kids are down, it's like 8.30 already, 9 o'clock when we clean everything up. So we usually get one episode. We're very slow bingers. We're not back like in college where I could go, you know, four hours at a time. All right, so your favorite song that gets you fired up for a game and the song that you never want to hear again and should be shot into the sun. Um, oh, gosh. I'm not a huge, like, music guy. So okay. whatever fires me up is usually what's on in the locker room. Okay. And I don't usually understand the lyrics or, you know what I mean? It's like something kind of crazy. Usually David will throw in like, welcome to the jungle or something, you know. That you've actually heard that before? That I've heard before and that, that will get me going a little bit. But I'm not too uh, too picky on that. You know, the song that I never want to hear again though, I think it was my rookie year or my second year. Um, and it was, it was like club going up on a Tuesday and they just kept playing that in our warmups. You know what I mean? I don't even know. I probably butchered that, but I don't even know like the true lyrics. But I just remember hearing it constantly, and I was like, "Yeah, I probably don't need to hear this song again." <laughs> okay, so if you were not an All-Pro left tackle or a left guard, rather, what would you be doing with your life right now? Hmm. I really enjoyed cooking. I don't know. Maybe I would have gone to like culinary school. I think. I think if I didn't play in the NFL, though, I probably would have got into coaching just to be around football okay. a little bit more. Um, and in high school, I took four years of architectural design, which actually is what I wanted to do in college. But my colleges that recruited me didn't happen to have architectural design, so it worked out. But maybe I would have got into that if I wasn't playing football. I really enjoyed, like, you know, the, the designing and drawing of houses and things like that. I've painted my entire house. Things you don't need to know. Like, I, I have two rooms left, the kitchen and, an, and a bedroom. That, that's what I do in my spare time. So I'm with you on the, on the, uh, on the design stuff. Yes. Um, good luck this season. Appreciate the time. Yeah. And uh, 
That's It's Always Game Day in Cleveland from the Greenbrier. We're calling it, I guess, the Greenbrier Files or something like oh, that. I, I like don't it. know. I like it. We'll but, figure it out. But, you know, hey, please, we appreciate you listening and watching. Like, subscribe to the podcast. Also, subscribe to our station YouTube channel. Find us at 923 The Fan.